Our story begins on Spirit Lake, Alaska, 1972. Dusk. Nine-year-old Ray Thornback and his Uncle Pike are squeezed into a small kayak floating in the middle of the lake. When I was nine years old, my mother, a famous deep-sea diver, died of decompression sickness. My father, unable to cope, sent me to Alaska to stay with my uncle. There I saw, for the first time, the migration of the wild salmon, fighting their way against the river currents and dodging the paws of hungry bears in order to return to the place of their birth, and so to spawn a new generation. I loved those fish, how they swam against the tide, overcoming all obstacles to attain their one dream. Little did I know that, though I was horrified by my Uncle Pike's cruel capture and murder of these most marvelous creatures, sitting there by his side, squeezed into that kayak, I would learn an amazing secret from my family's mysterious past. Have you got a bite, Uncle Pike? No, I got an itch. I thought I saw your tackle twitch. Yep, I told you, Ray. I got an itch. What What are you using for bait, Uncle? Secret recipe, son. Dough balls dipped in green walnut ketchup. Do they like it? The salmon? Of course they do. That's luxury bait, son. In the old days, my budget wouldn't even stretch to a dough ball. You know what I had to use? No. What? Eyeballs. I'd pop one out, stick a feather in it, twist it on a rusty bent nail and tie it to a line woven from my own nasal hair. I always wondered why you wore two eye patches. Of course. You know about the legend. The legend? Yep, the legend. (laughs) Our family have got more than just an interest in fishing, son. We've got a, you might say, special affinity with all of them goddamn non-terapod chordates. What, what do you mean? Fish. You might say the Thornback family are a little more cold-blooded than most folks. It all started with old Big Eye, your great-granddaddy. Chub Big Eye Thornback. Well, must have been the middle of the summer moon when he netted Mrs. Thornback. She was the most beautiful spotted and slim trout you ever saw. Figure like a movie star and eyes as big as dinner plates, one on either side of her head. Course, in those days, there were still a few states left where a man could marry a trout, but only if it were over 11 inches long. Story goes he put a hook through her palate and tied weights to her tail just to make that extra inch. (laughs) So they got wet, settled down. Some folks said it weren't right a man living with a fish. Wasn't long after that that she started laying eggs. Well, they had to set up a special underwater schoolhouse. I remember seeing a photo of old Messy Goodwin, their teacher, done up in a diving suit. Sprat eel pout used to pump the oxygen down her. Then the kids started disappearing. One by one. Turned out she'd been sending them out to run errands, when in fact she'd cut a deal with Smokey Jim Poppleton, the fishmonger. He'd be waiting in the shallows where he'd spray him down with oil, roll him in breadcrumbs, and cook him alive, and serve him up with potato wedges. 
course, they got caught in the end. Mrs. Goodwin and he both got ten years for assault and battery. A big eye. Well, he lost his marbles, son. Heard he pan-fried his wife and laid her out on a bed of huckleberries. Only one of them kids survived. More human than fish. And that was your granddaddy. Granddaddy Thornback. Although they try, they will never see you bleed. You're the hero that we need. Thorn back. Your ears are deaf to the siren's deadly song. It's in legends you belong. Thorn back. Beneath the seas, you'll bring evil to its knees. You're a modern Ulysses. Thorn back. Here he comes so bold and mighty His eyes are flashing brightly He dreams of mermaids nightly For his age he's still quite sprightly He will protect every species in the sea Only he can set them free Long back He rides the crest of a crashing tidal wave He is handsome, strong and brave Long back Oh, long back We rejoin the story. Thirty years later, as Ray Thornback steps off a train at Liverpool Street Station, he buys a copy of the independent fish from a dwarf, and obviously agitated by what he reads, strides on towards the offices of the Piskeen Times. Good morning, Mr Thornback. Good, good. What precisely is good about it, Mr Halibut? You seem a bit crabby, sir. I'm Poseidon myself. Have you seen this? It's a copy of the Independent Fish. And look at their top story. Flying fish of fury and illicit love affair with bashful horse mackerel. And to top it all off, here in page four, an exclusive interview with Sushi and the Banshee. Oh dear, I'm reeling. Is there any news on my father, Mr. Halbert? Any response to my appeal on CNN, the nautical news channel? I'm afraid he's still missing, sir. Damn. The police have no lead, sir, but... But what? Don't clam up on me, Halibut. Well, I know for a fact that your father was last seen having a whale of a time at the seahorse races. Yes, so he liked to push the boat out. The very place where the flying fish of fury and the horse mackerel first got hooked. My God! You don't think... Maybe, sir. Just maybe. It's elementary. I see an enemy behind this. The devious Professor Fisker Bueller, editor of The Independent Fish, has kidnapped my own father in an attempt to steal stories from our illustrious newspaper, The Piskeen Times. It all makes sense. It does. I can't quite fathom it out, sir. Of course it does, Halibut. Can't you see? Yes. Yes, I suppose I can. The thing is, though, sir... Keep your ears to the shelves, Mr. Halibut. Monitor every channel. Particularly the English Channel. There's always a mugging or a scaring going on in those parts. Get to it quickly. Find anything that's current. The currents are all pretty quiet, sir. Damn. The schools. Bank holiday, I'm afraid, sir. Of course. Well, it seems that this may be the day, Halibut. The day that the Piskeen Times finally dries up and shrivels. Don't let the pressure get to you, sir. We're still in a league of our own as far as fish news is concerned. Uh, we'll wave this off in no time. Uh, don't let it drive you uh, around the around the bends. 
I must insist, Halibut, that you stick to fish-based puns and not just any old sea puns. Sorry, sir. We could always float the company on the stock market. Halibut! Sorry, sir. Sorry. Although, I may have a solution. Yes? Barbara. Barbara? Well, how would it be, sir, if the beloved goldfish of the famous editor of the internationally renowned Piskeen Times were to accidentally fall from her bowl. My God, Halibut, what are you suggesting? It would be a front-page tragedy, sir. But the lack of oxygen could kill her, man. It's a risk, I'll admit it. Well, I suppose I'd better check with her. What does she think? She's unsure, Halibut, as am I. She will have forgotten in three seconds, sir. It could land us on extremely hot water, Halibut. Worth the risk, sir. We could be branded very nautical boys if the news were ever to leak out. Nudes? Men or women? News! Oh, Today's news is tomorrow's human and chips wrapping, sir. All right. Yes. Let's do it. I suppose we have no choice. Stay with me, Barbara. Stay with me. Swim away from the light, Barbara. Is she? I'm afraid so, sir. Leave us for a moment, will you, Halibut? I'm so sorry, sir. Just go. I'm so sorry. Just go. (laughs) Oh, Barbara. Barbie, Barbie, Barbara, Barbara, baby, Barbara. Can you ever forgive a desperate old man? I told my father, I told him. It's a newspaper about fish, I said. But he was determined we should go daily. One day I said, I told him, there won't be a drop of fish news and we'll be all washed up. And now look, look what we've been reduced to. Well, if the daily piskeen is going down, then I'm going down with her. <laughs> you! We meet again, Mr. Thornback. Fisker Bueller, you dastardly fiend. What have you done with my father? Nothing any soul with a keen interest in aquaculture and a healthy sexual appetite hasn't attempted. You're a fanatic, Fisker Bueller. Where is he? You'll never get away with this. That's where you're wrong, Thornback. Oh, wouldn't it be awful if word leaked out that the legendary editor of the Piskeen Times was, in fact, a murderer. You may have been able to scare my father, Fisker Bueller, but I am another kettle of fish entirely. (laughs) You're the most despicable soul ever to have surfaced from the School of Marine Biology. I saw the place in the market, and I decided to spill it. Yeah, bask in your tail whilst you can, Fisker Bueller. Whilst your dear old father is in my possession, your hands are tied. Why don't you mull it over? No! Uh, Oh, look! A Hungarian wolffish. My God, where? No! (laughs) It looks as though the scales are tipped in your favour, you cold-blooded fiend. Your father was merely the bait, Thornback. It was you I wanted to catch. The daily piskeen is sunk, Fiskabula. Give up, you've won. You think this is about fish news, Thornback? What a ridiculous man you are. Gaze, Thornback. Gaze upon the mark of the vampire Atutus Infernalis! My god! The bite of the giant vampire squid! But that means... Yes! Bitten! 
The metamorphosis has already begun. Soon my body will become gelatinous. A webbing of skin formed this cloak, and my ears thorn back. My ears have begun to transform into fins. Soon they will not only propel me through water at great speed, but allow me to fly. Yes, fly! You shellfish monster. You're out of your depth, Thornback. Just remember that I am capable of releasing a sticky cloud of bioluminescence from my very fingertips. You've forgotten one thing, Fiskabula. What? This! Ah, no! No! Yes. No! A grey amber regurgitated by a sperm whale and made from the beaks of a thousand squid swallowed whole. Now tell me your evil master plan, Fiskabula. I know your secret, Thornback. Oh, yes! I know of the legend. The legend? Yes, the legend! I was attracted to you by your bioelectric field from the moment I first bumped into you at that conference on the free-swimming spur dog, Thornback. I knew then, as I know now, that you, and only you, above all others, would be the perfect host for a new race. Oh yes, Thornback, I mean to hydraulically implant you with my spermatophore. But Fiskabula, I have no implantation site, see? I have no pocket under my eye to store your fishy egg sack of evil. You will store my hatchlings, Thornback, and then you will die. Die as they light up your corpse like a Christmas tree. I shall return, Thornback. I shall return. <laughs> and so ends another chapter in the fish newspaper wars. But the battle rages ever onward. Now I, Ray Thornback, editor of the Piskeen Times, must go in search of my father, for only he holds the key to ending this conflict between fishy good and fishier evil. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the elevator of the Greenwich Pedestrian Tunnel, two pirates play an intense game of Guess Who. As we join them, they are down to the last three characters each. Does he have wild staring eyes? Yes. Did he cut off a man's lips, fry him, and make him eat him before murdering him and his crew? No. <laughs> does, does he have eating? Yes! Did he lock the crew of the Mexican below decks before setting fire to the vessel and sailing away? No. <laughs> Does this fella wear a tricorn hat? Yes! <sighs> Is it? Is it Captain Kidd? Aye, fucking damn you! Asshole. <laughs> Back at the Piskeen Times, Ray Thornback waits nervously for his trusty companion, Halibut, to return. <sighs> Come on, Halibut, where are you? <laughs> Halibut! Oh, Halibut, thank God you're all right. <laughs> Halibut! <laughs> Halibut? Hello, 
Hello. Oh, thank Triton. Hello. 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 I am Hello. What? The fish god. But you're, you're not making any sense, Halibut. Oh, you, you fricasseed my sister. Calm, calm down, Halibut. Stay calm. Oh, Fiskabula, of course. He's hypnotized you with his photophores. Oh, flashing, sir. It was flashing at me. Oh, think yourself lucky, Halibut. He attempted to impregnate me. Oh. Concentrate, Halibut, 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 concentrate, stay with me, Halibut, open the ears of your mind. Oh, Thornback, is it you? Yes, yes, it's me, Ray Thornback, Halibut, think of your family, Halibut, your wife. Oh, we've always shared a purely planktonic relationship. Planktonic? Yes, we're just two amoeba-like organisms, floating side by side beneath the surface of a timeless ocean of chaos, which threw our reality up. You may throw up, Halibut. There's no time for sentimentality. Now off with your clothes. No, sir, no. I'm not that way inclined either. No, not that. It's time to use the teleportation device. To the fish tank. Uh, Davros. That's it. That's the one. Well Uh, done. (laughs) Hang on. Hang on. No, that, that makes four. D'Artagnan wasn't a musketeer. Ah, uh, right enough, that, right enough. Uh, What's your favourite pirate film? Oh, that's a tough one. Well, I don't know. I think probably the uh, pirate copy of uh, The Passion of the Christ. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that scene when they hang him up by his hook. Ah, that's good, that. <laughs> uh, what about you, then? I'm quite fond of George Romero's Dog of the Dead. Ah, Dog of the uh, Dead, that was good. What's that? Oh, what was the tagline? I love that. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the dog. Ah, that's it. Great movie. Listen. Halibut. Halibut, you may find this hard to believe, but, well, when I was a schoolboy, I used to get sent to the headmistress on purpose, you know, just just so I could watch the fish. Yes, the buzzing of the tank and the fluorescent glow of the window to an underwater world filled me with awe. I'd imagine that if I could somehow pass through that transparent wall, I would find myself floating in an undersea city. Atlantis, a lost paradise of barnacle-encrusted pillars and spires where the bells were rung by the ocean's current. There was a clownfish in there, flitting about, some remarkable half-yellow, half-blue fish like tiny flat cat's eyes, darting in a swirling shoal, making patterns like the letters of some forgotten alphabet. Finally, the desire to enter this world overwhelmed me, and I removed my uniform, lifted off the heavy black plastic lid, and, well, climbed in. But to my surprise, Halibut, my feet were not met by the coloured stones that covered the bottom. They floated freely. Yes, as I lowered myself down, my entire body was completely submerged. I took a gulp of air and let go of the sides. There I was, inside. Looking out, I could see the reception area, the bookshelves, the trophy cabinet, the class photos. They were distant, distorted. It was warm in there, like swimming in soft syrup. As I watched the door of the headmistress's office, so far away as if in the dream time, opened to reveal a rectangle of light from which the headmistress strode. She looked like a doll, Halibut. A tiny toy headmistress in a tiny room. There was no fearing her now, now that I'd escaped. The whole idea of school was like some strange game dreamt up in a storybook. A vision of an alien world viewed through a microscope. Impossible for me to comprehend. What world was this I saw through the portal? It held no meaning for me. It was then that I was teleported and found myself in the headquarters of a secret organization.
can I stop playing the piano now, sir? No, Halibut, continue. I've got blisters on my fingers. Okay, then. Uh, sir, isn't teleportation dangerous? A common misconception, Halibut. Teleportation is simply transporting matter from place to place instantaneously without physically travelling through space. But, but, sir, why is it that so many eminent scientists have mm. fallen victim to their own experiments? Yes, yes. Seth Brundle. Yes. Dr. Otto Octavius. Uh, Dr. Yes. David Banner. Yes. Dr. Jekyll. Yes. Dr. Frankenstein. Uh, yes. um, Dr. Caligari. Dr. Caligari. Didn't, didn't he have a cabinet or something? He was the first, sir. After a new waiter took a wrong turn into the flat Caligari rented above an Italian restaurant mm-hmm. and mistook his teleportation booth for a dumb waiter, he was accidentally transformed into a half-man, half-pasta monstrosity. Oh, later, Frangipan Flangran and the Baked Alaskid would join the ranks of other half-food mutants. Mm. Listen, Halibut, just get undressed. Mr Thornburg? Yes? You've... You fool on your buttock. No, I won't, Halibut. I've done this a million times. No, no. You've got fool tattooed on your buttock. Ah. Yes, uh, well spotted, Halibut. I'm going to come clean. I'm sorry, sir. It is I that should apologise, Halibut. This tattoo isn't the only thing I've been concealing. So I see, sir. The Piskeen Times is merely a cover. You mean there's just blank pages inside, sir? No, Halibut. It's a front. A front for a secret (gasps) organisation. Little do our heroes realise that the evil Fiskabula is watching and listening to every word they say from the safety of his submarine in the middle of the Atlantic. We are a secret society that protects the five major oceans, which cover 71% of the Earth's surface, looking after all marine species from the tiny layers of surface water to the trenches 10,000 metres below watching over its fragile ecosystem and investigating its mysteries. We're the Federation of Oceanic Lifesavers, Halibut. Fool. Fool indeed, Thornback. <laughs> For it is I, Fiskabula, who will rule over the oceans. I who watch your every move through the miniaturized robotic gooseberry sea squat I've implanted within the frontal lobe of your most trusted colleague. <laughs> Right, Halibut. Wait, I haven't finished laughing yet. (laughs) Waiting for the moment when I shall grasp total control of the squidgy grey dumpling that is his minuscule mind. (laughs) Right, Halibut. Wait for it. (laughs) Did you hear something, Halibut? No, sir. Oh. Must just be me. Right, off with your pants, Halibut. But, sir, these are my technical dream pants. Halibut! Right, it's time to test the water. Oh, oh, oh. Do you need a leg up, sir? Yes, uh, wait, wait, wait. Halibut, get Barbara. Sir, it's useless. She's, she's gone, sir. Maybe, maybe, Halibut, but uh, just, well, humour me. Thank you. Now, Halibut, as it's your first time, I'll warn you, disintegration can be somewhat unpleasant. Disintegration? Well, in, in order to ensure that your mind is reassembled accurately... Reassembled? Uh, in case of any mishaps... Mishaps? Oh, shut up, Halibut. I'm just going to create a backup copy of your data, that's all. Oh. Don't worry. You, you shouldn't be reconstructed radically altered anyway. But remember, you may feel disorientated. Beware the fish tank sirens, Halibut. 
Don't let them lead your mind astray. Concentrate on who you are. Ride the waves, Halibut. Let's go. Mysteriously, Halibut finds himself stood at a bus stop, dressed as an 18th century French noblewoman. He is wearing a big white powdered wig. Thornback sits in the bus stop. He has a mermaid's tail. So, so you came, you then. Yes, yes, I came. I came. So did I. Did I. That's why That's I'm here. Why I'm here. I like your haircut. It's not mine. Isn't it? No. Whose is it then? I don't know. Well, how did it get there? Ours is not a reason why, young Bianca. Who's Bianca? Why ask me? You're the one taking the swimming lessons. Am I? Who are you? I always forget my name when the lights go off. Never try to hide from yourself, Halibut. 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 Are you all right? Yes. Yes, fine. Have we got far to go? No, no, not far now. My life's been a series of bloody disasters, you know. I said my life's been a series of bloody disasters, you know. Oh, yes. My kids both died. One of them was a victim of the well-documented crazy straw accidents of the 1970s. As a result, my husband, Pedro, filled with emptiness, garroted our second child with a slinking fucking disaster. Hello, Bert! Then I find a group of bloody Neanderthals living in my airing cupboard. I must have got high in kamikaze toilet cleaner and invited them to stay after a session on genes reunited. Don't let her push your conscious personality aside, Halibut. She's a siren. A fish tank siren. I hired a maid to do the housework. Big mistake. She was a mermaid. Fucking bath full of fish eggs. Little mer-babies singing haunting undersea shanties in the pipes. Don't listen to a halibut. You must hang on to your a priori concept of the continuity of the world. Ask her a question. Take control. So, so, have you always been a cab driver? No, no. I used to be a mountain goat. Bell round my neck, stubby little tail of the whole shebang. Idyllic life, really, grazing all day, munching at buttercups and daisies, me in the herd, Peter and Heidi skipping down the mountainside, you know. Halibut! How long were you going for? What? Uh, uh, well, that'll be four pounds sixty, please. Crazy bastard. They arrive. Thornback holds a bemused halibut in his arms. Half journey? For halibut, yes. Halibut? Yes. Yes, sir. Welcome to the headquarters of Fool. Let me introduce you to Professor Anorax. Welcome, Halibut. There's no time to lose. We must track down Professor Fiskabula at all costs. <laughs> Three of our top hydrobiology agents have been killed within the last 30 seconds. Then Project Archangel Fish has already begun. Here, these are the latest full technology. Pufferfish suits. Here, you see the anal propulsion fins. Ah, yes. Pull this in the crotch area and the suit rapidly inflates, filling the elastic material with water. Yes. Do not pull it in the air or you'll have problems deflating. Gotcha. Yes. 
The chameleon circuit means that they will change color and intensity of patterns in response to environmental changes, making you virtually invisible to your enemies. Fantastic. This button between the shoulder blades releases a powerful neurotoxin, putting those around you into a coma that will last for several days. PSP, paralytic shellfish poisoning. Yes, Place these over your nose and mouth and you'll have enough oxygen to breathe underwater safely for 10 minutes. And here, ray guns. The latest issue, Sandback. Good to have you back on board. (laughs) (laughs) Professor Anorax claps Thornback on the back. The gas is released. As the professor falls, he finds purchase on the cords of the orange boiler suits, which rapidly inflate. All part of the plan, Halibut. Diversion technique uh, designed to confound our enemies. Come, we must board Edna. Edna, sir? You'll see. What's that? Lobster phone, Halibut. Yellow tank, tube snout, viper fish, wahoo, stickleback, sucker mouth, rudderfish, plow nose, pike, pitchel, opal eye, pea mouth, mud skipper, nibbler, lump sucker, monkey face, prickleback, skate moss. Skate moss? Skate moss. A fish, Halibut. It's a password. And now, Halibut, behold. Edna. Oh, a submarine. I never expected I mean, she, she's huge. Amazing. You wait till you see the inside, Halibut. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Halibut and Thornback enter Edna, the massive submarine. It's tiny. Amazing, isn't it? You see, Edna is dimensionally transcendental. She's much smaller in the inside than she is in the outside. Her interior and exterior exist in different dimensions. But how do you fit everything in the depth control tanks, the propulsion system? Nanotechnology, Halibut. Everything's been manufactured at nanoscale by highly trained zooplankton. A midget sub inside, a multi-hulled high-strength steel, hydraulically manoeuvrable titanium frame British Mark 4.5 Titan-class cuttlefish outside. A diversion technique, Halibut, designed to confound our enemies. Meanwhile, our playful pirates are still in the lift at the Greenwich Pedestrian Tunnel. They are both looking through periscopes, with their good eyes. See that? What? That cloud. Looks like a poodle. Aye. Reminds me of that landlady in Bristol. She had a poodle. Aye. Stained nicotine yellow it was. You know, by the pipe smoke in the tavern. She had the most wonderful sideburns. Aye. Of a similar hue, as I recall. That were her name. Hugh. Aye. I can picture her now. You know, polka dot raraska. Her bald head bobbing up and down like a billiard ball. Did she know where a wig? Wigworm. Shame. She slept with that squid, Sparky. Shame. Stop saying that. Well, it were. I wonder. Relationships with aquatic animals are often doomed to failure. Right you are. Tis a crying shame. Carpe deal. Carpe what? Seize the day, my hearties. The time has come to use your muscle. Thornback and his sidekick are headed your way. Shall we alert the captain, boss? Thornback is like a fish out of water. It's time to finish this lunar sea. Houseboat. What? I've completed my fish punt score sheet. You son of a beach, know your place. 
Alert the captain immediately. Meanwhile, back on board, Edna. Give me a damage assessment. Tackle that fire. Check the scientific instrumentation. Take her up to 50 knots. Woo! Deploy ballistic missiles, Helmet. Activate the sonar navigation system. But, sir. Mobile is in mobile eye, Helmet. That's my motto. Moving in a moving thing. How about a spot of lunch? Good thinking, Halibut. I like your style, and then maybe a game of battleships. Wait, sir. We're receiving some kind of transmission. Give me a visual, Halibut. Humans, your Starfleet vessel is unwelcome here. This is the territory of the Klingon Empire. State your attention. Sorry, sir. Wrong channel. My God. Captain Rehab. Of course. What's our location, Halibut? Just past the Isle of Dogs, sir. Approaching Greenwich. Mar Hitar Barar. Yes, we meet again, Rehab. Ryan Lager Pabla. You don't own the Thames, Rehab. It's liquid history flowing through the heart of our beloved capital. Lugaby Nactar. Are you threatening me, Rehab? But, sir, I can't understand a word. Oh, for Christ's sake, Halibut, read the subtitles. Ryan Lark. Blah, 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 blah. We're on our way to the North Sea rehab on the tail of a friend of yours, Professor Fiskabula. Either you let us pass, or I shall be forced to unleash Shell. Shell, sir? Halibut. Will Thornback and Halibut escape the clutches of the dastardly Captain Rehab? Will they ever find the evil Professor Fiskabula and save Thornback's father? Tune in next week for another thrilling episode of Thornback. You can check your fish pun scorecards by logging on to www.carpology.net. Although they try, they will never see you bleed. You're the hero that we need. Come back. Your ears are deaf to the siren's deadly song. It's in legend you belong. Thorn back. Beneath the seas, you'll bring evil to its knees. You're a modern Ulysses. Thorn back. Here he comes so bold and mighty. His eyes are flashing brightly. He dreams of mermaids nightly. For his age, he's still quite sprightly. He will protect every species in the sea. Only he can set them free. He rides the crest of a crashing tidal wave. He is handsome, strong, and brave. Thorn back. Oh, thorn back.